0: Calm down. Everyone, please relax. We're here. The boys are back and we're doing another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, 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 okay. It's me. It's your boy. It's the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game. That fucking Gavone Pope himself, all right? <laughs> the Gavone Pope himself, Sebastian Canelli, okay? Okay, 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 okay. Everyone calm down. He is here and he is looking cute two boots okay he is he is my nephew he may not be blood but man he stole my fucking heart all right bro give it up for the cute boy himself robbie robbie say what's up what's up sebastian robbie this it's i have a question for you is it impossible for you to wear baggy clothes now because i can see your muscles through that loose ass shirt
1: (laughs) thank you are you (laughs) kidding me yeah we were working out the two of us uh, bro, you were just spent. You just spent, did a whole session flexing for me on Zoom. Don't you dare tell people that. Don't
0: you dare. You took a video. You took a video and you said, "Can I share this?" I said, "Absolutely not," because I stood behind my chair and I I leaned forward and flexed for you for three minutes. <laughs> Oh god, this is what we do waste up because if we were yeah. doing we, were, we can't do waste that. Okay, we got bro, we got fire.
2: We got yeah, fire. Yes, today, yes. Okay. Yes.
0: We got yes. heat cuz that's what we do. Bro, we got my boy. My my fucking well, uh, my boy. I, I, he's a writer producer, he does special effects. I've been doing comedy with him for fucking 10 years now. Give it up for one of my best friends, Matt J Weir. Matt, say what's up.
2: Hey, what's up, uh, everybody? Uh, loud about nothing universe. Is that what you call it? <laughs> the hotties. Well, he calls the, them the hotties. The hotties. The, the hotties. hotties. <laughs> yeah. I got to I gotta say, though, uh, I love that the intro of this show, like, you came at Robbie like you were his aunt. You're like, I can see your muscles through your shirt. <laughs> oh, you're <Yes>. getting cute. <laughs> I love that. You know,
0: I have to take care of the kid. He, you know what? If uh, He's got to hear from someplace, so I tell him the good stuff. So then sometimes when things are no good, I can tell him that. You know what I mean? Right, right. There's been a no. couple... A couple times I've had to say, hey, you got a comb watch you run it through your hair. You know what I mean? If you yeah. compliment it, it's you working. Get to say
2: that. I know. Right. It looks like it's working, too, because I mean, I mean, I, I did this show a while ago. It's a lost episode. But Robbie, you have a fireplace behind you. So whatever is happening <laughs> from <Sebastian, laughs> the last time I, had, like,
1: I was <laughs> in like a windowless <laughs> chamber.
2: And now I have yeah. you just have like the <laughs> blue light of a sad TV like on your face now. Yeah, you're looking <laughs> like. Looking great, guys.
0: It's good advice. <laughs> yeah, Matt, this you brought up a good point. Uh, I'm going to let the audience in a little bit. Matt was one of our first episodes.
1: Yeah, and it was phenomenal. It just, the audio wasn't good.
0: Phenomenal. It was
1: great. We were like, that Here's was my voice.
0: <laughs> we were so yeah. excited. It was like, we were like, oh, that we're, we're getting it. We're figuring this out. Yeah. And then we go to listen back and the audio was just horrible. Matt's episode <laughs> is actually where the sensei, the yeah,
1: Staten and sensei. sensei clip.
2: Yeah, well, Which we did ended up posting. <laughs> yeah. So still made a little a little blip. It made the, a little blip. The hotties universe. I
1: hope the, that you'll share some of those those great stories you told us the last time. We'll get <laughs> <reused>. yeah, <interesting>. <laughs> 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 I'll I'll
2: try to remember them if I can. But yeah, what's up?
0: Please, there's literally zero pressure, Matt. I accidentally took a hit of weed before the podcast. Uh, So, I mean, it is a vibe. Okay. This is a total vibe. All right. I got my Dunkin' Cup. It's full of water because I've had already three Coke zeros and it's not even six o'clock at night. Okay. So you you just pledged a frat, Sebastian. Oh, because I got my collar shirt on today. And the backwards hat with the the hair swapping out. (laughs) I'm nervous because I hear the hazing is hard. Okay. I hear (laughs) that the hazing is no good. Matt, were you in a frat?
2: no not at all oh. i uh when i got to college i there was i was very much a skateboarder type who was like i'll be on my own but uh-huh. um i ran i ran with uh there was dudes i met that were on the swim team and that was like kind of a frat.
0: Sure. and sure.
2: then uh there was a, a really good friend i had quit school at one point when i came back he was in a frat and he told me that he joined it because i left which is total bullshit but uh Wow. Yeah I never I was never part of that Greek life,
0: you know. I feel you. No, I feel you. There's I mean it's it's it it has a reputation. Let's just say it this. It has a reputation. I was part of a frat. I was part of the Alpha Sigma betas, the riders of the night. We're dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> we rather fuck what? the fight.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh. Am I not this allowed to say that? Any... No, you can. Do you have a brand or we're, something? We're not gonna be level? the ones who knows that. <laughs> Yeah, whether you can know, say that gonna. or not I, say, I don't think i can say that
0: no i don't think i think that that was secret
1: eh, whatever yeah just, like, you just like not anymore
0: gave it up not yeah. anymore robbie and you know robbie he was the king of he was the king of of, of uh of greek life what, yeah, what was, was the award I was that you won
1: embarrassingly into greek life greek man of the year i was like the president <laughs> i would do Wait, they, i would have a meeting whoa, whoa, whoa. once a week <laughs>
2: i know <laughs> greek greek man of the year yeah which I when i won that award i Wait. was
1: like this is this is it i could die now yeah <laughs> so i'm back what is
2: that what is that like i feel like that's supposed to open a door to something what is it like you get in a magazine is there like a like no. a, a greek life magazine or something you know how no. bad
0: evangelos felt that you won greek man of the year and his ass is working the <laughs> three shifts at the diner he can't win greek man of the year you scumbag how dare you take it away from evangelos he's doing fucking easter for 42 hours right how dare you take it away from that goddess okay
1: it was yeah we were both there together on the podium and when they said my name (laughs) i wish you could have seen his face poor evangelos you should have seen his grandmother He's like he's never made a fry in his life. <laughs> Fucking kid. The kid does disco, curly,
0: <laughs> waffle, bro. Come on. how How is he not a Greek man of the year? He calls, he right. calls That's salad. That's what I'm saying. A hundred percent. A salad with feta? He just calls it a salad. You know what I mean? He doesn't even drop the Greek yeah. in front of it.
2: Okay. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Put your uh, forearm up to your camera real quick. I yeah, let's do that. Forearm. Yeah, let's see your forearm. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: is this doing? No, no, no. Other side. Other side. Other, other top side. side.
2: Top side. Dude, it's not hairy enough to be a Greek I worked with some Greeks at a Greek restaurant. Not hairy enough, dude.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not a very hairy guy. The bad
2: stereotype.
1: Yeah, this is this is actually disgusting.
0: Actually, Robbie, we're going to uh, we'll, we'll erase we'll have that to problem. rescind this award. We, we have to we oh, you have to make things right, bro. This is actually I got to make things right by you, Evangelos. You have to make things right with Evangelos. OK, the poor dude. I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing fine for himself. And, and he goes that down to a fucking He makes sure to fucking hit the, the Cayman Islands once a year because, you know, he likes the sun. All right.
1: But don't do that to Evangelos. All right, well, I'll make things right by E, Big E. Matt.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> are you mad that everyone's now getting into skateboard stoner culture and that's what is who you truly are and now everyone thinks it's a cool thing?
2: Um, It's weird. I mean, because when I was a kid, it was cool, I guess. And then I just never stopped being that. Except, you know, I don't know. I mean it's weird to see like people wearing uh certain things like thrasher because like nobody they never saw it was impossible to get that unless you like had a subscription like especially that sweatshirt and now uh-huh. it's everywhere and like i don't really give a shit i don't own clothes or i don't own the right to own clothes but it's like sure it is weird and it, it's at least cool because it's like all right but you know you might be like oh that's cool magazine and people are like what it's a magazine.
1: I know, didn't Whatever. the the creator come out and be like yeah i don't like that justin bieber and all these celebrities wear my shit he's didn't he say something like i'd rather they didn't
2: i could see that i mean there is like especially because the the stuff that got cool was like skateboard culture and like metal and in uh. some of those cultures they, they're dicks like that like you know, when I was a skateboarder, it was like, you don't want rollerbladers around. I I tolerated BMXers, but I know a lot of people hated them. And then wow. at the skate park, I mean, so let's get I,
0: what's the hierarchy yeah. at the skate park. I want to run down the hierarchy well, at a skate park. Right. Oh, this is real OG shit, right? So this is what Jonah Hill, this is who he wished he was hanging out with Jonah Hill, right? When he makes the movie, the 2000s, right? Mid-90s. Mid-90s, whatever it is. I saw the, I saw the, I saw the sequel. I saw the oh, 2000s. Wow. You saw a it screener was, for the sequel? <laughs> I got a screener for the new Jonah Hill. I got the 2000s. And you know what? fan moderate, okay? They do use one word a <laughs> lot, but they should not. Okay?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, What's the like, hierarchy at
0: the, at the skate park?
2: Dude, this is mid-90s when I was a kid. Uh, Perfect Jonah Hill's hardest. And I this got. is Northeast, Philadelphia, PA. Uh, so, like, especially Philly skaters there's the old school skaters a lot of times they're like the old dudes who i guess were probably my age like mid-30s maybe even 40s they're still like that's their life they're missing fucking teeth they got tattoos all over the body <laughs> they're not wearing shirts they smell like shit but yeah. like they're like fucking carving up fd i'll use fdr fdr is a uh, skate park underneath philly or uh it's I nope. Th- i-95 in philadelphia
0: thps4 yeah. you don't gotta tell me
2: oh that's right <laughs> forgot i was in a video game <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna tell me
0: I, I'm a fucking yeah. THPS4 slot, okay?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, was,
0: I was
1: a slot
0: for THPS4, okay? <laughs> okay. I, I'm just like getting, 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 letting you know. I turn I played Tony Hawk Skater 4 and I once turned to my friend, no drugs, no alcohol. It was New Year's Eve. We're playing the game. It was four in the morning. I looked at him and I said, after like minutes of silence, I just looked at him and said, These are the days.
2: <laughs> I just after
0: minutes of silence of p- playing THPS4 for hours just in silence I looked at him and it said these are the days and I could still tell my friend I go remember the days and he knows I'm speaking about that one day when we were at New Year's Eve it was like the year before we both started like partying and those were the days so there's the old dude at the park right Who- who's lower than the old dude
2: after the old dude oh wait wait all right so then those are like the there's always like some i mean i say those guys run the shit because if you get in their way they'll yell at you sometimes yeah. they'll take you out then there's like what do you mean take that, you out what do you mean
0: they'll run
2: into you man like they'll just oh. run into you and they'll say where are you my fucking way or whatever like i've seen i i was i was never like a jerk but i remember like running in a little kid because i didn't see him coming over a pyramid and I felt bad. And then his dad was an old type. His dad was like an old skater. And he, the yeah. dad came over to me and I apologized thinking he was going to be pissed. And he's like, no, he needs to learn. And I'm like, okay. I'm like Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Savage. <laughs> savage shit happening. So that's like that culture. But I'd say it's like, there's like skateboarders. I don't know. It, it really depends where you're at and how many people are there. If there's, if there's more BMXers then it's the BMXers. And I feel like nobody respects rollerbladers, but what I can't even a- tell you what they used to be called. Wow.
0: <laughs> I, I just think that it's interesting that all this aesthetic is coming back, and I just know this is you at your core.
2: Uh-huh. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah. I would skateboard except that I don't have health insurance and I want to break my legs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: That's not that I mean, that's a real skateboarder. That's that's yeah, right. <laughs> all the kids that walk around with the skateboard smashing it up. Take a lesson from this. The kid doesn't have health insurance, so he can't skateboard. Now that's yeah. a real board, dude.
2: Well, yeah, well, all yeah, well, real. Old. I, I did. I watched a kid the other day, or no, I guess it was a couple months ago now. His, his dad was a skateboarder guy, and he was down the street, and the kid was trying to jump like an eight set and eight. That's eight stairs, and um, no he was just, me. Th- this kid was just throwing himself down the stairs and eating shit. And he would get back up. And I remember I was like, man, I remember I used to run back up the stairs and do it again. And now I just lay there. I wouldn't be able to do it. Jesus. That's how hard I am now.
0: <laughs> I did a jump once on a bicycle. I did uh, a jump once on the bicycle. And I literally jumped. And I think I didn't even leave the ground, but I remember my body left, but the bike stayed on the ground. And then my balls slammed onto the onto the oof. onto the seats. <laughs> and then I had to walk my bike home. I was in so much pain.
2: Oh, yeah. You pee blood? Not for that reason. Oh, oh okay. That's good. <laughs> not for that reason. I was peeing blood oh, before yeah. that day. I was hoping I'd hit
0: hard enough that it would go back to-, to reverse, you know? You know, yeah, two yeah, negatives yeah, yeah. two negatives make a positive, yeah. you know? but Yeah,
2: not, not not, get back in the place. So it's not the bloodstream. <laughs> it's the urine stream. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just a switch. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's, it's no simple.
0: big deal. Train
2: track switch, you know?
0: Matt, I got you yes. on this week for a specific reason. It is WrestleMania weekend.
2: What? <laughs> yes. I didn't I didn't know. No, I know. I uh it's WrestleMania is like a week long.
0: I know. I, it's like an event. And why I want you on is because you had a long, long stint at WWE. <laughs>
2: Long as in like slightly under two years. I mean, that's considered a long time, I think. I don't know like what it's like now, but yeah, I was there.
0: Okay, if we're gonna do a Yelp <laughs> review on what it's like to work at WWE, what would you say about it?
2: Um is this the corporately approved Yelp review, or is this just like guy off guy that worked there for a bit off the street that lives in the gutter now?
0: I, well, let's go with the gutter one. I did call myself okay, a yeah, Tony Hawk slut before, so... Yeah. <laughs> we could go with uh, the gutter one.
2: I would say it's a, a carny's empire in a corporate suit. And uh, in, the, in the day and age of, like, over-exhaustive PR and, uh, you know, being, like, morally right in the work environment... It's a place that will make you go crazy because it tells you, "Yeah, take this HR thing about sexual harassment," and then you'll get yelled at and told to suck somebody's dick like the very next minute. Wow! So, yeah,
1: just so everyone knows the capacity Matt worked there. His alias is AJ Styles. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't tell. I'm he was actually a wrestler. Ex- he was- yeah, <laughs> no, I was he a, a wrestler. Writer.
2: Yes. I was a writer producer there. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the writing team I really liked, I really enjoyed a lot of people there. Um, they're really good writers and their creativity was held hostage constantly and still is for the people that are there. But you but, got to write uh, with you know, cool
0: people, you got to write with the yeah. dog.
2: Oh yeah. Road dog was my boss. Uh, I spent a lot of Thursday afternoons hanging out with him in his office and, uh, just pitching wild, fun stories and ideas, and uh, I mean, I looked up to him as a kid because he like, you know, he was just like a shit talker on the mic, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was cool to like grow up and then just get to hang out with a dude that I really, I guess, kind of looked up to in a weird way. And now I know all his dark secrets. But uh, uh, did they
1: I- always have a writing team?
2: So no, back um, I think it was like at some point when WWE went public stock-wise, they, uh, I think Vince was like, we need to like make sure that this is like, uh..." wrestlers used to go off the top of their heads with like the old promos. And now he wanted to control it so that they didn't swear as much or whatever. And now it's like, in my mind, completely overly written. But uh, um, yeah, I guess I think the last, like maybe a little under 20 years, there's been writers so oh wow it has been that long
1: wow yeah
2: i mean at this point i think i could be totally wrong but i know there there isn't that there wasn't that many of us um and that was kind of cool it like because you uh you kind of felt like part of this really weird crew of people that got pushed into this uh hostile environment that really didn't like having hollywood writers around like that's what you're just considered a hollywood writer even if you're from new york or wherever you're from
1: yeah (laughs) no offense vince Vince calls you a hollywood writer
2: well it's like more like some of the older wrestlers that are still like producers and still hang out like you know people like um it's weird i'm trying not to like name names i should probably will at some point but like old guys like when i was a kid i watched them and now they're like 30 years later they're like uh behind the scenes and you're like oh wow like um irs is here and his he just told me to call him mike and then he spit tobacco into a cup (laughs)
0: no. <laughs> pretty cool
2: yeah that's pretty, pretty cool,
0: cool. <laughs> yeah matt can you tell yes. this? can you tell the story about when you and shay mcmahon almost <laughs> fucking beefed when you, yes. you two almost threw down please
2: oh yeah i will and also i have um there's an update to this story because i saw him on the street wait don't tell me you know? tell, tell
0: the story and then <laughs> tell me the update so i'm there from, right, with right. the audience because i love i love this story um but right, I, right. you have
2: to tell the audience about this everyone knows okay. shane's
0: mcmahon's vince mcmahon's son
2: he's a little yeah, fucking uh, shane shane is vince's son and at one point like back uh i guess in the 90s the attitude era shane was part of the company he like played a, a heel with his dad bad guy uh-huh. and at some point he tried to go away and start his own business to like prove himself to his dad or that's my assumption but um anyway uh when I, I think it was like a year in or maybe a little less than a year. He came back early when I, when I started, he came back to the company and um, he was a character on the show. And uh, we were in Indianapolis getting ready to do a SmackDown. I re- I mainly wrote on SmackDown and NXT, but I was getting ready for SmackDown uh-huh. and uh, I was writing a promo for a, a Japanese wrestler named Tazawa, And it was like before the Vince meeting, which is the Vince meeting is all the writers a bunch of older producers, or old wrestlers, and then you know like uh, announcers and just like production people, and so you have these meetings a couple hours before the live Rawls or SmackDowns or whatever show, and that's where all the shows are approved and so'm I'm, I'm like trying to finish this uh, this piece, and Shane comes in, and i I usually sat between jBL. Uh, who was a wrestler and Devon Dudley. And so I was usually sitting between them and they'd yell at each other over me. And Devon wasn't there, but Shane came in and Shane just leans over to me and he goes, You know, you're in my seat. I'm like, What are you talking about? He's like, You're in my chair. I'm like, Okay. And I'm like still typing. And he starts like talking shit to me. And I'm like, Okay. And he, he walks to the front of the room and he says, I'm going to go get a coffee. And when I come back, you better be out of my chair. And I was like, all right, I don't know what he's talking about. There's really no assigned seats, even though we kind of all sit in the same spots and he hadn't been there. So anyway, he leaves and there's a couple people who were sitting behind me who I won't name, but they were like, you're going to take that shit. You got to stand your ground, man. And it was very much like this prison situation where it was like, (laughs) if I don't stand up for myself, who knows what's going to happen. But now I'm gonna have to stand up for myself. And JBL's in my ear, and he's this big Texan dude who wears like a ten-gallon hat, and he's like, "Oh, what are you gonna do? You gonna stand your ground?" Like, you know.
1: uh, (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, it's a culture that like uh, promotes fighting. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Not just on the television, within the right, on every level from top. And you're just in a suit brawls. (laughs) You're in a suit and and then just trying to,
2: yeah. Matt had to wear a suit for every (laughs) event. I'm a scrawny dude in a suit who like barely <laughs> ate for 10 years during comedy in New York City. and This, this dude would eat a banana for dinner. Like... <laughs> yeah, man. And so I, I'm like dealing with these types of guys yeah. and I'm just kind of like at this point a little jaded where it's like, look, they're all like kind of, they're not full of shit. It's just like there's a re- uh, this whole hierarchy of respect here and the writers are like the lowest of the low and you just eat shit. And I was okay with it. You know, we used to make fun of each other all the time. So I didn't really care. I could take jokes or whatever. But um, anyway, JBL's talking shit. Shane comes back in. He sits next to me and he's like saying shit to me, grabs me by my neck and tries to kind of lift me up. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, (laughs) oh, okay, I see. I see toothless tiger, toothless tiger, and I was like, I couldn't <laughs> understand. He's also like a grown
1: ass dog. <laughs> yeah, he's like fifty right. years That's old. On he is fifty. Yeah. he's fifty.
2: <laughs> I've met his kids. You know, like Jesus Christ. And so Christ. he's sitting down talking to me, and then Vince walks in. The meeting's finally gonna start, and uh, he goes. He leans alpha, over to me. The alpha yeah.
0: dog walks in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. everyone gets and quiet. So, oh,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah is it like that he everyone and, has the utmost respect for vince no matter
2: what oh yeah here I'll, here's how every meeting would start so usually this is like an hour late everybody's stressed out because we have a live fucking tv show to do <laughs> everybody gets really quiet <laughs> it's dead silent all these grown men and women are just dead silent and then yeah. the door opens up and a 74 year old man walks in and he goes it's as quiet as a fucking morgan here and then everybody laughs, laughs and stands up <laughs> same and then, <laughs> every time? Yes, yeah, almost every time. Everyone and then, laughs and stands up. That's yeah. a dream. He's living a yeah. dream. So that he is, man, he's the emperor and it's clockwork and everybody stands up and he shakes everybody's hand and then like clockwork he gets the Michael Cole who's an announcer and he goes, Huh, Oh! And but he laughs because he pulls his hand away from Michael Cole. <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> every time. Every time. So, yeah.
0: He is like an uncle. So... He's like a shitty uncle coming in with his jokes. But, yeah. but instead,
2: you it's have just to laugh. so
0: toxic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You have to be like, ha Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Please don't murder me. But oh uh, he, uh, so he, he makes his way past me. We shake hands. He moves on. Mm-hmm. he's walking up and shane's like you want to show my dad how big your balls really are and like i'm just like what is happening like, <laughs> here's my...
1: <laughs>
0: show my dad how big your balls are yeah. and he's talking about vince mcmahon okay literally <laughs> yeah. the creator yeah. of wrestling daddy.
1: he needed yeah. to call in his daddy
2: yeah oh my god right and so he's he's like he's next to me saying this and all i'm thinking is like 20 years ago or however long, I was a little kid watching this guy and this guy, and now they're talking shit to me, and that's my (laughs) boss. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. And uh, so he's talking shit to me most of the meeting, and then there's the end of the producer's meeting, so they leave, and then the writers move closer to be next to Vince so he can hear us better. Uh And Shane moves up, and he's standing, he's like hovering over my shoulder the whole meeting, just standing there. Like He could have sat down, he he's just standing next to me. And he keeps, like, every once in a while, will like, grab my shoulder and kind of, like, massage a little bit. And I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Jesus! This is a 50-year-old yeah. man. I know. He has and gray hair. hair. So, <laughs> yeah, dude. So he, the day goes on. Uh, it's, like, a 12 to 14-hour production day. We shoot SmackDown. We shoot uh, 205 Live. And I'm walking back to the hotel with my boss. And he goes... Oh, like a couple blocks out he goes hey um and i at this point i totally forgot about most of it he goes hey uh what happened between you and shane today and i was like this has oh, been like, this? no no this is a writer My, he was like one of the managing writers okay. um, yeah. his name's yeah D- great guy uh named dave but uh we're walking back to the hotel and uh he's like he asked me what happens and then he told me shane's on the f- the the private jet complaining about a writer and i'm like oh great like i'm gonna get fired over some stupid shit or whatever oh my and i tell dave like what happened and he's like look man next week just apologize to him on the road like his you know he told like basically dave is like you know you kind of stood up to him so vince is probably gonna think you're cool because like you're not gonna take shit from his son i was like okay like we'll see how it pans out Mm -hmm. and uh the following week we're in pittsburgh and we, had, we have these huge, like, catering lunches in, like, every town. And so I was sitting down to eat breakfast. Shane sits at the end of the table. And it's, like, he's obviously, like, right out of the corner of my eye.
1: Yeah.
2: And so I was, like, you know what? I'm going to go say sorry to him and whatever. You know, it's this whole respect hierarchy. And he's the top of the food chain whatever. Sure. Which is stupid. But uh, I walk over to him and I say, hey, Shane, uh, last week I didn't know if you were trying to mess with me. You're hazing me, like – I, didn't, I meant no disrespect or whatever i said he's like hey bro i was just messing with you bro fist bump and then he like went to fist bump me and so i just fist bumped him and then uh we ended up walking into the meeting together vince was inside and he's like oh they're gonna go for go at it or something and then all the guys are like oh they're gonna." and then we like i think we like fake put up dukes or something and then did the meeting but then later that, in that show, in that show, my alter ego, AJ Styles, threw his head <laughs> through a, uh, a back window <laughs> of a car. And so, so they shot that.
0: He's got to get real fights before his perfect dead fights. This, right, <laughs> right. This old <laughs> man. Yeah. This He's a brilliant person. Yeah.
2: This 50-year-old dude who's fighting me. Then he had to fight this guy. But they shot that part, and he had blood running down his head. And he, I walk by, and he points at me, and he goes, you're next, buddy. And I just yelled to throw your head through a window. And then <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, from then on, he was actually pretty cool with me. Like I'd see him backstage and he'd always, you know, like do like a weird, hey, what's up? And like he did like a f- the fist bump or whatever. He was didn't fine. He, didn't you tell me that
0: he st- sticks a knuckle out to make it hurt when he fist bumps?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, he would do like a thing. I mean, he had like a weird, like, rabbit punch fist bump that you if you ever watch him fight in the ring he has like these weird rabbit punches that yeah yeah, i guess it's like a boxing punch but uh yeah i don't know i mean it was just that was like i thought for like a week that like he might try to murder me or like the mcmahon family was gonna murder me but i mean i still think they might what um
0: (laughs) what was what was vince's diet What would he eat? Oh, oh, okay. Because he is, I've never seen a a 74 year old man that, I mean, he's on HGH. He's doing cycles. He's on a lot.
1: Yeah. He hasn't stopped.
0: It's not a cycle. It's a tornado at this point, Vince. Okay. Uh, Because this is a whirlpool, your your fucking body. What does Vince McMahon eat for lunch?
2: Okay. I got to, I got to, I'll tell you what he eats mainly. And that leads into a story that. Were you guys like
1: always together? Like you were on the, when you say on the road, you were always on the road just like with Vince. (laughs) Like well, like, yeah, I mean, like a boy band together. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like big we, giant. You know, we tried to... doing arena
2: tours. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Jade, it was Justin I mean,
0: Timberlake, Vince McMahon, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Matt Weir, right? It was yeah, the squad.
0: Dude. It was it was the the pussy cat dolls. Okay,
2: right, dude. I I'm I doubt he he knew like four writers names. The rest of us, oh. he'd be like you, and like he knew. I for <laughs> for a while, he was calling me like the foot fetish guy because I pitched something about people kissing a guy's foot so it's oh tell me about the foot how sweaty is it and like it would be like (laughs) yes sir so it's really sweaty (laughs) is he funny he he like has
1: somewhat of a knack for promo i guess
2: yeah i mean dude he's uh he he wants to he tries to purposely drive you crazy he likes to like rib you um I mean, I feel like he yelled at me a few times just to try to get a reaction out of me. Really? And I, I've heard that from other people. Like the guy who hired me told me that too. He was like, hey, he'll like, he'll fuck with you to try to get a reaction out of you. Jesus. And so, I mean, I don't know now. I mean, he's a lot older now. When I left, he was kind of like, I don't know. There was, He was from one week to the next, he was forgetting things and then like yelling yeah. at you. And then it's like, well, you told us this. And then, sure, you know, it's what happens when you age, I guess. So, what yeah, did
0: he eat? I, I need to know because I know okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get my diet right. I need to get on the everyone's doing the Chris <laughs> Evans to be
2: on the Vince McMahon
0: I need to be on the Vince McMahon <laughs> diets, okay? I so, you to,
2: like, <laughs>
1: ease your way into the Vince McMahon.
0: I'm doing Vince McMahon right. diets, okay? It's either David Goggins or Vince McMahon. That's how I'm gonna g- compare myself against <laughs> David
2: Goggins. So, what's he eat? I said, okay, so uh, he eats a shit ton of like granola bars he's always like gnawing on a granola bar or something don't get he me started his... i love chewies you know, I know I'm, you... I'm already in quest... I'm... you got quest bars right you're a quest I,
0: guy i'm a quest freak <laughs> i went i went with chewies because i thought it was more playful but the truth is yeah. i like a i like a good quest bar okay <laughs> i like a good quest bar <laughs> i take a good quest bar and i pretend it's raw cookie dough and i eat it and i go yummy dessert sebastian and i whisper that to myself so then i think i ate
2: something sweet yeah, I mean, I just want to jump on. Hey, Quest, if you're listening, I don't think anybody's gonna sell your shit like that guy just sold it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yes. Hooked this dude up with some ad rev. Can I please anyway. get a,
0: some Quest? I can I get some Quest money? You know what I'm saying? Least, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love some Quest money, okay? And I think that there's no one that they would rather have sponsoring their company than a f- fat fucking comedian that lives in his mom's basement, okay? <laughs> if I am
2: not the Quest yeah. brand, I don't know who is. Yeah, cuz you're on a quest to find your way out of there. That's all you got to sell A
0: <laughs> 100%. It's it's <laughs> not it's Quest to Camelot. It's not my time of fucking basking in the sun at Camelot, you
2: know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway all right i'll tell you vince's thank you vince's diet okay so at least what we saw meet for lunch every day was a big steak that was about the size of a fist and this was all uh, keep in mind this is during meetings with him where we weren't allowed to eat but we're starving and we have a live show to do (laughs) and who knows if we'll get food wow but uh wow he at some point this lady jen she was super nice she was like his personal cook uh she would come in Uh she would bring the steak Rice and spinach and ketchup Beautiful. and mustard. He'd dump ketchup and mustard on a steak. He'd eat that. He'd usually push the spinach to the side and then maybe kind of toy with the rice. <laughs> so mainly it was just a steak the size of your fist every but day. But he would have
1: them bring the spinach just
2: in case. Just <laughs> <this> yeah, <laughs> Emergency I mean, spinach. I, maybe. Maybe <laughs> he felt like day. he needed a green. Yeah. 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 Wow. I He's... mean, but he would eat that every day and one time specifically in Detroit I remember he ate that and then there was a bathroom right behind where he would sit and so he went in the bathroom and he was in there for like a half hour and like <laughs> we were we're all like waiting for him to come back so we can get the okay that the show's okay and we can start doing it and I just remember all sitting there and I think we all had that thought of like what if he died in
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> we just watched our boss slam a steak and then go die in a bathroom behind us.
2: Right. Like this, like, 70-year-old dude, se- mid-70s-year-old dude just, like, dumped and died, you know? and like, Do you think, if, do you think the- if
0: he was having a heart attack, would he yell, I'm having a heart attack? Or would he stand up and walk to somebody to... to- Let's say that needs yeah. to go to that. He
2: would stand up and walk to somebody, but I also feel like he's so rich, he has some sort of like implant in his heart. So when it goes, people know.
1: And then yeah. it Has like that, like
2: <laughs> that, like uh, what was that uh, a Jason Statham movie where they were like, crank, constant, crank, crank, yeah, he's a crank yeah. thing in his heart, yeah.
0: Of course, of <laughs> yeah, please, please. I mean, I'm sure that he has the limitless drug. I'm sure that
2: oh, uh, he had, can... a, he had a Cairo chamber, dude. Like a we're pretty sure there was like chamber. <laughs> Dude, he I'm pretty sure there's like three Vinces, man. <laughs> yeah. Would
1: he bring like a gym on the road? Like how would how would oh. everybody work out on the road?
2: Uh hotel, motel, uh gyms. And oh really? The wrestler wrestlers would work out of those, which is astonishing to me. That they're in as good a shape they are and they're working out in ho- hotels, motels. Because try to get
0: they say that this is a TikTok I saw the other day. They say <laughs> I'm tired of trying to make heavy feel light. When you're a pro, you make lightweight feel heavy. I don't know why
1: I felt the need to share that. <laughs> I
0: don't know why. I felt the need to share that.
1: Yeah, Matt but, was
2: about to tell us a story. I Matt just was wanted, about to oh, say- no, get that out. <laughs> but no, 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 You made me think of like the bro who's gonna like get that painting that says that. It's just the words of that painted uh-huh. on his house like in his house somewhere.
0: A hundred percent. You don't want like to make wine shit. Don't make the hard things feel easy. Make the easy things feel hard. That's what that yeah. saying
2: is summing. it. Something we
1: needed yeah. it again. Different. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Let's really good. You can do it again. Don't make the dull things feel sharp. Make the yes sharp feel <laughs> dull. Oh please! Let's don't make don't make this, do this. Don't make the spicy things
0: feel f- feel uh, feel feel creamy. <laughs> Make the creamy yeah. stuff feel spicy. You know what I'm saying, bro? Right, right, okay. right, right, right,
1: right. <laughs> anyway, hey, What were you going to say, Matt?
0: No, but Robbie, let's just point out how good I am at podcasting because I interrupt You're my phenomenal. guests <laughs> to, to, to literally give a fact, Tell to us, give a quotable. A, story a funny story <laughs> Yeah, that we've the, heard already. Yeah, because we've done this before. <laughs> I have to throw in this quotable. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing... I'm pitching a bed bath and beyond a men's section okay yeah. because women have all this who saved who it's one o'clock somewhere I'm pitching yeah, a men's five. section where where we do stuff like that you know okay
1: you need yeah. to I to think we need that. that
0: in <laughs> I need to get that in i I'm, I'm just trying to sell 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 Gary v where we at yeah, okay yeah.
2: <laughs> trying to get that quest money and that Bed bath and beyond money man I of get course yeah. there's big markets um Matt you were saying something
0: uh, before Robbie really interrupted
1: yeah, yeah. It's about about Vince and you uh, working out.
2: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. After it was a Royal Rumble, I tell the story a lot. So if you've heard me on other podcasts, which is why you're listening to me. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but Vince threatened to hit me in the head with a sledgehammer at Royal Rumble 2017, and uh for, okay, it was something that he didn't sense. like makes in the sense. script. So he threatened okay. me, and then. Hours later, we drove from San Antonio to to Laredo, Texas. And it was like three in the morning and I was walking to my room. And he, Vince was walking down the hallway towards me. And he was in all his sweatsuit. I was like, dude, this guy's 75. It's like 3.30 in the morning. What is he doing? And I go, just trying to get by. I'm like, hey, sir, have a good night. He's like, good night. Good night. It's time to train, damn it. And then he tried to get me to go to the gym with him. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I gotta do some stuff," and just like went in my room and locked the door, which I should have really done it in retrospect. But you should have.
1: Did you ever dude, train with
2: them? I never trained with them. I did. never. No, I should have. I mean, dude,
1: there's people out I there really, probably pay fifty grand to yeah. train with. Yeah, to train with. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> Are you kidding me? That that's in a silent auction somewhere yeah. in the Okay, yeah. train with yeah. this man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's I can't believe you didn't do it.
0: I would have, I would have done it in jeans, bro.
2: Yeah, there's a few. I had a few interactions with him. I'm really happy I had because they're like, wow, that was just me and Vince in a room, and he ate a steak while I like did a character voice, and then he laughed at it. You know, like
1: yeah. stuff
2: like that. Or like I remember pitching something to him, and then as he was as I was saying it, he was eating a steak, <laughs> and uh, Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane walked in and it was like the whole royal wrestling family was standing there watching me pretend to be tony niece he was like a cruiserweight guy
1: (laughs) Uh uh-huh
2: and then like i said a pun and then like vince was like ah Ah, ah!" and then i like left and then brock lesnar standing outside and he was brock lesnar was waiting for me to leave vince wow he could have just walked in and murdered me and like nobody would care they could (laughs) have thrown me into mexico from there he vince where we were, Brock could have thrown me from that arena to Mexico. That's how close we were to Mexico.
1: <laughs> did you learn Vince's like sense of humor, like, or was it always question mark? Like, I have no idea if he's going to uh, like this or well, not. <laughs> <laughs> or did you like grow? Well, up you would to something? you would
2: learn like. Well, you, you know what he finds funny and it's like a lot of poop jokes and like it's just foul bad humor. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, this is a 12 year just, old yeah. company.
0: These are old 12-year-olds. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah. So he likes poop thing. jokes like, and bad some- humor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has 40 or like, yeah, 40 years of material to go back and like you can kind of go through. I mean, right now, NBC or Peacock bought their rights to WWE and they're like going back and erasing all this stuff. It's just like, no good and well, like made. i watched something the other day that's definitely they're like taking out stuff that people might find offensive so it's like you know uh one is like all right this is a this is one of the main examples but uh in rest I think it was wrestlemania 3 roddy piper fought junkyard dog and he painted himself half black okay and that's
0: that's pretty bad
2: the whole <laughs> it's, it's, yeah right. i mean it's he pretty bad it's funny he 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 was the he was the good guy in that too, but his he his was the promo, good guy that says about, a lot. He's like, right, yeah. Well, that's thing. Like his promo he says like, "There's no way to defend him," but he's like, he's like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter what color I'm fighting for every," you know, that thing. And yeah, yeah, it is what it is, man. Didn't age well. A lot of it won't. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of. <laughs> it's also so live that 90s. it's
1: hard to, for anything. That right, is so live and like spur of the moment to age well. Wow. Right. You were, and on, that's why.
2: That's why there's so many writers. you yeah. were on on. Um, yeah. you got to be on Raw one night or something, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I was on a few times. Um, I was Chris Jericho's limo driver, and so uh, there was a whole segment where Chris was like running out of the arena, and then he yelled at me, and then I knocked the list out of his hand, and then when he went, he bent to pick it up, comes back up, and then Seth Rollins, his his uh, nemesis, is standing there. So, yeah, I got to do that. And then I was in a bunch of Goldberg walks. If you guys know who Goldberg is. Of yeah.
0: course, WCW. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah so we yeah. do these long walks with, like, people just lined up. And they were actually a lot of fun because it was always like, hey, guys, uh, this is the last thing in the night. Goldberg's going to, like, smash his head into a door, probably cut his head open. We're going to have to worry about him passing out on his way to the ring. So, yeah. Wow.
1: Was there anything you were surprised that Vince was about? You're like, oh wow, I can't believe he bought that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I mean, dude, it was a, every week you you pour so You're demanded. All of your creativity is like drained into thinking about what to do the next week and how to push people and how to like create new characters and how to just like take a person that's not really on TV, build a character for them and then sell them to Vince so that Vince can sell them to the world. And hopefully that person who portrays that character Gets a T-shirt, makes money, whatever. Um, Do you think so? Shit starts. No, no, go go ahead. ahead. No, what are you gonna say? I completely lost my train of thought.
0: Do you think Vince is a bad man? At the end of the day, Uh, because I watched the Andre the Giant doc, and he does not seem like a good man.
2: Yeah, he's um, he's definitely all right. I've I try. I've tried very hard not to like completely bash him yeah um because you know i should yeah there's like every admiration i have for seeing a person go so hard at creating this totally insane world and he like just went so hard at it. it's a worldwide brand and unfortunately he crushed families because wrestling's such a family business he crushed these like families in the 80s to become an emperor and I hate that part of him. There's like a vicious capitalist part of him that I really despise. I really I know like the American flag on his cell phone's complete bullshit. Um, I know what do you he'll mean? sell out. What do you mean Dude, by that? He was, yeah, ten billion dollar oh, like the Saudi, fight the Saudi stuff. Arabia So yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that is what it is. But at the end of the day, he's like a hardcore capitalist. That part I don't like. But uh, I respect like the creative part of him and like. You know, there's part of me that gets it, but then also like he would have crazy demands on people where like there was a woman who uh, we had this new character for and she was supposed to be this sultry, sexy talent. and she we were practicing her entrance to the ring and she we hit her her music hit, she walked out and then it cut and then Vince comes out and he's like, let me show you how to walk sexy to the ring. And it's this 75 <laughs> year old man. Yeah. This is a 75 year old man telling this like 20 year old woman how to like walk sexy to the ring, and it's the funniest shit. But that's how specific he was, like how much of his vision he needed to like put out there in well, every part of that company he touches. So,
0: because he had to show the body because he's obsessed with bodies more than he is yeah. the actual wrestler, oh, yeah. he's obsessed with the male physique,
2: right? Yeah, he has. I mean, dude, you, Sebastian, right now, if you chisel down and you got fucking cut as shit and then you just showed up in an arena and you were backstage and you were just kind of like lifting weights. He, he might walk by and be like, oh, oh who's that beefcake? Oh. and like, he just, <laughs> he's so into like, I mean, he probably has like Greek statues around his house, just chiseled John Cena's everywhere. You know, like. Yeah, <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, he's very yeah. into like the male for like it's like almost like if you watch like Pumping Iron or those documentaries, how like it's th- yeah. th- it's almost impressive how they're able to mold their bodies like that. And he probably always wanted to be that, but he like never reached that pinnacle, I guess.
2: Right. I mean he's he's a big fucking dude, even as an old guy, like I mean he's like a little shorter than me, but still like his yeah, I don't know what that muscle is, like trap the traps. What? Robbie, you were you guys were in frats. What's that? Uh <laughs> Yeah. Tra- most-
1: I guess traps. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, his traps are huge for this old dude. But,
0: um, What do you think is going to happen when he dies? What do you think the deal is going to be?
1: Can Shane... It doesn't yeah. sound like Shane can run an empire.
0: <laughs> no. He doesn't sound like no. an emperor. He's, he's going to go over to is fucking... Is Stephanie Ke- an emperor? Kellogg's that, that they want to yeah. advertise something. He's going to pick Kellogg's yeah. up by their neck. You know? <laughs> I told you, you only get two half
2: hour a 30 second spots. <laughs> <laughs> i like he calls the shots for the ads yeah. Um i yeah i think stephanie i i don't know I, i've been thinking about it a lot because i i uh I, yeah i think about it a lot for other reasons i don't want to get into but uh i do think stephanie has a very corporate mind and she's also good like she was always really nice to me and seemed pretty pleasant uh triple h i think will also kind of I feel like Stephanie will be the face of the the company, and Triple H will kind of run the the product like the wrestling stuff. Yeah, and um, Shane will be around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's grandfathered in. Basically, he's like my unlimited plan. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants like,
1: me to have it, but I do.
2: <laughs> yeah, and like the thing too is like. Everybody else has to wear a suit. Shane shows up in like a fucking like blazer with like cocaine on it and like twelve Apple watches. You do you know, think like people? Do you think people are still like partying that hard? There, uh, I think do- more than one he, Apple watch is
1: so fucking funny. <laughs> well, he's got to have different time <laughs> yeah. zones. He,
2: why, why would yeah, you dude. ever
1: need more than one Apple? Watch? <laughs>
2: yeah, bro, and he has to fist bump. I gotta go to Phoenix right now. It's four there. Yeah, you know, like,
1: yeah. Hey, it's, it's
2: interesting. Like, why are you yeah. To Phoenix? <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my heart
0: rate my heart rate on this side is yeah. 80 beats per minute, but this side is right. 92.
1: That's kind yeah, of the whole point of Apple Watch is it does a bunch of different shit.
0: Hey, he's got Apple Watch stretch on his chest,
1: you know? He's got them
0: all over yeah,
2: his body. Dude. I saw him roll up his pant leg one time. He had them all up to like mid-calf maybe. <laughs> Just Apple Watches, dude. Wow. Fucking loaded.
0: That, that's an icon, and this is why he doesn't need a Tesla. It, it is man. Yeah, he's an icon.
2: No, he gets, oh, I did mention that I saw him on the street. So okay. he, oh, yes, he was yes. at a biker rally about five, five blocks from where I live. And so my friend told me, hey, I saw Shane down here. And so I went, I went by and I was like, I'm going to go talk to him. Because I was like, fuck it, you know, if he's around. He sure. was surrounded by a huge group of people. And I was like, you know what? It's his biker buddies. Because <laughs> oh. you know he was in a tight blue t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like it was all these like dudes in like you know biker cuts, and then Shane in a tight blue T-shirt, uh-huh. yeah, fist yeah, bumping yeah, yeah. people. Wow! And I was like, yeah, I don't need to go like deal with him. Like, sure, it is what it is?
0: Sure. Wow. Um, how do you think you didn't become a toxic person from working at WWE all the Because it sounds like it was a very um machismo <laughs> involved. You know, like it's all drawn by uh, like run by toxic masculinity stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. It, it was, like, such a jarring, like I said before, a jarring move from where we were, like, doing comedy in the city to, like, that. Like, it was very... Yeah, just, like, uh, run-like. I don't want to say militaristic, but it, there was, like, a hot that military hierarchy and, like, just bowing down to the emperor at all turns. But um, I don't know. I mean, I did definitely feel miserable for a while. And there's parts now of me where... It opened my eyes to parts of the entertainment industry where I was like, oh, this is a microcosm of all of that. Like, here's this guy who calls all the shots. But then out west, it's like you get whatever you get, you know, you get a bunch of incidents. Then you, you'll never see them, you know? Um, and, and they I, almost I, m- might present. That's something I appreciated.
0: They might present like, I'm sorry. They might present like a not as openly toxic as like. Right vince mcmahon
1: yeah, vince does. is just in your face yeah. yes vince is he's the yeah. face he's like i like trauma yeah whereas in hollywood it's right. a little bit more deceitful because yes. people are like hollywood's right. liberal but a lot of the people that are moving and shaking are oh, have a fucked yeah. ton of money and are yeah. not
2: right. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They just want They're
1: money. They're just like this. like <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But we yeah, love dude. them because we're a part of them. Yeah. I, I mean it's, it's it's like my I'll talk bad about my family. You don't talk bad about my family. Okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I talk bad about my Hollywood. You don't talk bad about my yeah. Hollywood. Okay.
2: Yeah. There it's I okay mean. now. They just wrote a piece on Scott Rudin, so you're allowed I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> but no, you, I didn't the thing either. it's like yeah, there is a certain mentality where it is like, okay, like these people are psychos, but they're gonna like steamroll everything to get what they want. And like I I, I definitely walked away going, if I ever run anything, I don't want to do what he did. I don't wanna yeah. put people in a in this mindset of fear. And like, you know, there was one guy I worked with that like Vince called him puffy one time. He said, You look a little puffy. Now, let me do my better Vince voice. Oh, you look a little, <laughs> little puffy. Jesus. And the dude, the dude literally freaked out <laughs> to me and was like, "How do I look? Do I look puffy? Do I look fat?" You know, he's freaking out. He started working out every fucking day, and then he'd be like, "Can you notice I'm losing weight? I just don't want Vince to think I'm puffy." And it's like, "What are you doing, man?" Wow. Like, but you know what? But Virtua- I, I could never do
0: that. I can. Ne- he would shit. interpret that as like him being supportive. You know what I mean? He would be like, what? "I told him he was puffy, and now he's working out. Look, I did.
2: I did a good thing for this boy.
0: You yeah. know." <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you did yeah you did but that's the thing it's like it, it was uh i th- that that person in particular it was hard for me to get along with because i was like i can't just like forget who i am to like cave in to become a drone because you are essentially as a writer there you are part of vince's brain like you have yeah. to understand how he thinks you have to know all the fucking rules that he's laid out and they change all the time and you never know what he's gonna get mad at And you can never have you you can never just not have an answer. Yeah. You can never say, I don't know. You have to have a reason. And you know, it was just this like constant, like crazy headspace where I I felt it was just completely absurd all the time. And for me, it was hard for the people who took it so seriously to take them seriously. You know? But then I'm also not, I don't, I don't know. I'm, you know, they'd be like, the, the day that Shane tried to fight me, one of the guys that was egging it on was like, oh, I guess you don't care that Vince paid for your house. And I was like, I don't have a fucking house. Like, I barely <laughs> made enough. You know, you know like, Where is it? Yeah, exactly. Right. He must be like, saving for like, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started seeing, like, you know, other people that were outside of the WWE that their creative property or whatever they would do, was they were, you know getting paid for it and then two years out um there was a line that i had a i had written i think and it was on a shirt and i was like fuck like they have they take your money you know or they don't they don't take your money but you earned it this is very socialist shit i guess no
1: but a hundred percent like it's not not a union job right so you're not getting i got
2: caught up no it's it's a right to work and that, that was the thing that really freaked me out the whole time it was like they could fire you at any moment and so they tell you they're going to give you three months as like a trial period. But I, the, I, every week I was like, this is my last week. Cause something would happen and I'm like, okay, I'm done. And it was really hard because I was trying to save up money, but then in fear of like, well, this is it. And but then it just kept going on and on, which is fine. But every week I had that fear of like, no. Right. And that, that drove me really crazy. Cause it was like, not only was I, I liked what I was doing. I liked being on the road. I liked working with a lot of the people I was working with, but it was constantly like at any moment, this thing will just end. And then you got to like start the hustle again. Cause it, you know, it felt like it took me so far away from everything else I was doing before, but then it made me realize what was I doing before, you know? Um,
1: what was it like if you were like a budding wrestler, like trying to break through as a wrestler, like, was it more nerve wracking? Oh, could he, he could, cause then he could just end your career. He is yeah. like the end all be all.
2: Right. Right so there's a lot so i think about this a lot because there was guys that i wrote for that when i left they were in like the they were in nxt which is like the the it was at one point the developmental brand so we'd like build their characters and i had uh, most of my fun i had on that show because triple h ran it he was he kind of let you be a little more hands-on and uh I got to write for, like, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, uh, Adam Cole, and the uh, Undisputed Air. Like, all these, like, guys who are, like, going to – should be main event players. Um, and for Alistair Black, for example, like, I love working I my thoughts. character is cool. I left. He goes up to the main roster. I think Vince liked him for a couple months, but now he's not on TV. And so you just see, like, oh, Vince, didn't, Vince just got bored with him. And that's what happens. Like, Damn. If he doesn't like immediately spark Vince's. If he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't just like look at you and go, "Oh, I see money in you. You're going to be a star." And it's really an uphill fight until you prove yourself. Jesus. Like, you either really come up with a great gimmick, or you you get as cut as a motherfucker. You know.
1: So you think it's more it's, like it's sad man, entertainer, showman, like being funny, having a personality, or oh, like yeah. just being insanely athletic. Like, what is? What is right. the main thing that you think?
2: Being an entertainer. For Vince, you need to be able to talk. Um, a good example, Enzo Amore is a great athlete for how big he is, but he could talk like a motherfucker, and that got him over, and that made he knew how to like twist and turn the audience. There's some guys that are the greatest athletes, wrestlers in the world, but if they can't fucking talk, they, have no, they won't survive. You know, that's why Brock has a mouthpiece. He has Paul Heyman talk for him because he can't talk.
0: Yeah, and he's such uh, a be- and, and he was such a beast that it was like impossible. He's a he's a, ma- a monster of a man.
2: Yeah, that yeah. You like- need to that's the thing. Yeah. Like he's King Kong. You put him in a fucking cage and you get a guy to say, My guy's gonna kick the shit out of your monster or whatever.
0: Yes, he's he's, so, he's such a monster that he can't even speak.
2: Like, like did Andre right. the
0: Giant talk a lot?
2: Um, he would talk a little bit, but he did he definitely had, I think Bobby the brain Heenan was a mouthpiece, probably yeah, some yeah, other yeah. people. Yeah, that's but, yeah, I mean that's the thing, like. Yeah, I I, I I love, it's such an art to me now where when I watch it, I'm not, it's just like, oh, I see how they're trying to make this person have this angle or, you know, like you just learn all that. Like it was, I it just, it's weird. Cause it's more like a comic book to me now, week to week. Yeah. It is. Uh,
0: One of the last things I did in the, re- in the normal world before COVID was Matt and I went to a wrestling show together and, and we took mushrooms yeah. and it didn't work. <laughs>
1: Yeah. The wrestling or the mushrooms? <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the wrestling didn't work. The mushrooms are fire. Okay.
2: It's just all of them. They were just hugging. I was like, wow, this is amazing.
0: Um, But yeah, that was one of the last things we did. We went to fucking, um, what was it? Stanford? New
2: Haven. We ate some. No, New Haven, dude.
0: New Haven. Garbage yeah. pizza, bro. Don't you <laughs> dare. If you're from New Haven or you say Connecticut pizza is the best pizza in the world. Fucking slide in my DM so I could push you down the fucking ladder. OK, because I'll say this. It was one of the worst pizzas we ever had. The Remember the waitress, yeah. Matt? The, the waitress. she Yeah, she was, the she was nervous. She was nervous. She yeah. was nervous because I was there. She heard
2: she heard Seb's accent and she was like, oh, fuck oh fuck This guys gonna call our shit out and she's
0: she's walking over chewing gum so that's how you know this i go oh this place has a potential hey how you doing she goes just so you know just (laughs) so you know she goes you boys are from new york right i go of course yeah we're from new york and she goes just so you know we do a good pizza up here in new haven okay I'm, i'm gonna make sure that you get it right okay she goes i'm gonna check in on you boys we get the pizza it's so fucking dry. The edges, they do a thing where they burn the edges on purpose in New Haven.
1: Did you tell them?
0: They, I, they, we were badmouthing the pizza. The woman never even came up to ask us how the pizza was because wow. she knew how bad we were having, <laughs> how bad time we we're having. We drank yeah. four pitchers of beer with the pizza because of how dry it was.
2: God, yeah, dude. And that's the thing, like, what was that? A four-hour drive. And one, somebody in the car was like, I read about this on a blog. It's supposed to be like the greatest pizza in the world i read read that, Is that you?
0: I, I was the somebody in that story. Oh.
2: Thank you for trying to protect my identity. But I was still I still who... want
1: to try. I know there's a place in New Haven that's supposed to be we yeah, went it's there. like the clam. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, s- I would still want to try it. We got the yeah, fucking we clam. We had the clam. We had we the, got clam. the clam. And it wasn't good.
0: No. 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 We went to we went to no. Disney. We even put on the fucking mouse ears. You know what I'm yeah. saying, bro? <laughs> All right. It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah. the last time. Uh
1: that was the last Big fun event that we did. I, we did in the world. Right, let go to a WWE event together. I mean, it is crazy that it's a live stadium show and that you have to write yeah. for. There's like really nothing else like it in entertainment. Nothing arena yeah. that is also improv, like some improv script. Yes, like. It's like SNL. Yeah. SNL was doing an arena tour almost. It's like SNL. And infinite. athletic with crazy stunts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it's truly
2: yeah. a- wild to be part of, I guess. It's like yeah. Cirque du Soleil
0: I, means SNL. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: It's phenomenal. Yeah. And
0: football.
2: It's it's insane. And it is. it was like mind-blowing like every week going to like at least two, maybe three like packed arenas. And it was just like this is, I don't know. It, it's something as it goes away. As it's in the rearview mirror, the experience of it is like, oh man, this is crazy that that's all I did for however long. But uh, yeah. yeah, and then you meet yeah, you just meet people like from around the country or in my case, North America. But like, yeah, I don't know.
0: Godzilla versus King Kong with Vince McMahon, what would his reaction be and would he start punching the television? And how quickly before he starts punching both King Kong and Godzilla on screen?
2: I think he would be like, oh, God, they're setting this up all wrong, damn it. And like, he would be mad about how they were promoting the fight. like, oh, this poster, I I don't know who, who's the good, who's the baby face and who's the heel? They need to know. (laughs) And he would be mad about that because Honestly, out of you two, who would you pick to be the good guy and bad guy in that scenario? I mean, I don't know. I, I watched think it. King
1: Kong is the good guy. King Kong is a good the good guy, guy but... and
2: bad guy in that scenario.
0: King Kong is King
2: almost Kong's human. Yeah, I, I saw it. bad.
1: Saw... Oh, oh, King Kong was good. Okay.
0: I saw it. You don't got to tell okay. me. All right, all right, all right. King uh, Kong's doing sign language with the deaf girl. How is that right. not good? You know what I mean? That's pure of heart yeah. if I've ever heard,
2: you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. So he's good if he's doing that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then we know that. Then he'd be like, oh, okay. And then he'd be like, why is he wearing that? Or like, you know, he would comment. He'd be like, why is he not green enough? Or, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why can't I see his, his dong? Yeah, it would just, I'm sure he'd be into it. If he, if they were like fighting in like DC and it was like people that like had to give him permits to do certain shows in certain states and like that building got destroyed, he'd like, ha ha, yes, do that again. Eat those humans. They're like yeah i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> you think up he up.
1: wouldn't mind seeing cities burn that have wronged him
2: <laughs> no oh no yeah anyway oh they didn't they didn't let me do a show in that town st louis oh <laughs> burn it <laughs> whatever have, have king kong swing
0: from the arch right into godzilla <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: wow. the arch is there damn it why are we using it <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, I mean, you need to maybe do a Vince McMahon show where you play him. You know what I mean, Matt? You might need <laughs> do a phenomenal
2: job at his You do uh, a, f-
0: a phenomenal. If I heard him talk, I would go, "Why I, are you I talking gave. like Matt Weir?" You know?
2: <laughs> I listen to him so much, and I, I try to like basically imitate all of the old guys there. I at one point I was like, I can get all their voices. Now I just do Vince all the time. Amazing, studio.
0: Matt is there this is so i'm so i mean you have so many fucking wrestling yeah. stories this was so beautiful yeah matt, thank you for thank you. so much for coming on again great. and sharing all these stories matt is there anything that you want to plug that you you're up to in quarantine
2: um yeah during quarantine uh i actually been part of a, a cartoon that my uh uh funny super funny roommate mookie thompson and my buddy Nimesh patel are producing and they're doing a lot mookie's doing a lot on it i get the play some, uh, I play a penguin called El Pango and, yes. uh, yeah, and I do storyboards for it. It's fun. And then, uh, we're just making a small cartoon out of the back of our apartment, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's called zoo idiots. I should, uh, thank you. That's yeah. the most important part is saying yeah. the name.
1: Where can we find it?
2: Yeah. Uh, well check out zoo or also look up, uh, Nimesh Patel on YouTube. Uh, he has it all over his YouTube. Uh, nice. well, then other than that, uh, I have some, uh, I do special effects um, and there's some short films coming out that one, I really want to get out there because I built the, uh, the namesake character. And so I'm excited to get that out, but I will promote that later. Cool. I just I love that. sold out my own promise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Robbie, is there anything that you want to plug? I'm so bad at it. Yo, you crush.
1: No, just listen. Keep listening to this podcast. If you know someone, if you're listening to this, you know somebody who loves wrestling, or would like these stories, definitely share it with them. Or if you know you have friends that do it, put it on your story. Yeah, send it I to mean, your. I mean, this bu- was a great. This was a great <laughs> podcast. Is- like, it wasn't all nonsense where <laughs> <laughs> I made mean, some action. Just
0: squeeze me, bro. This, I, this is, is great never nonsense. <laughs> what? It's just us. Don't you dare. <laughs> I told a story about my mother, my my mother uh, thinking that she was having a heart attack, but she just had a cramp in her toe. OK, so don't you dare say that what I say is nonsense. OK, just because this... Matt's traveled the world with the fucking one of the biggest organizations.
1: It was all I this was great. Yeah. So share with anyone you think would like it.
0: Uh, of course, please, yeah, please, hotties, please, please keep sharing the podcast. We love all you hotties out there. Keep rating, reviewing five stars, right? Five stars. We fucking love this, all right? Share this podcast with all the marks out there, the fucking real wrestling fans, okay? Robbie, this was beautiful. Hit the fucking music.